Hi guys, my name is Tashoy. And my name is Natasha. And welcome, welcome to, to His Word. word. Yeah. We are here to bring you His Word through testimonies. And His Word is here to encourage, uplift, inspire, help, believe, and to trust. So what is a testimony, you may ask? I'll let you know. A testimony is a testament of what God is doing in your life. It is powerful to share your testimony and it will help other people who are going through the exact same thing. So guys, please remember to hear his word, speak his word, and share his word. His His word word is God's word. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode on Testimony Tuesdays. Now, last week's episode, we touched on a few points about salvation and how to be saved. But this week, I really do feel like it's important for us to have reasons as to why you may not want to be um, saved or you may not want to seek God because everybody has reasons as to why they aren't ready, you know, it's, it's not the right time for them. So we are planning to explore that further. We're also planning to explore the um, testimonies from Abraham, Ashley and um, David, because I really do feel like it was some very powerful episodes on how they were saved. All of them had a story behind how they were saved. And it's just important to see that, you know, not everybody is saved in the exact same way. God is able to use an unfortunate situation for example Ashley in order to you know save him yeah so it's it's really really important for you to just understand that in this life anything can happen and sometimes it may seem as though it's a bad thing but is it really a bad thing you know he went to um jail but if he wasn't in jail would he have found God probably not you know so the but Bible always talks about how God is able to turn everything around in our favor. You know, things happen and we all, and we always think, oh yeah, you know, God hates us. Why would he allow me to reach this point? Or why would these things happen to me? But really like ask God, like God, why are these things happening? Because, because sometimes it's not always a bad thing why it's happening, you know? Yeah, a lot of times it's mainly so you can glorify God for what you've been through. That and- he's able to take you out of it. You know, um, in three, the three episodes of the salvation testimonies, you notice that what they had to go through allowed their spiritual eyes to be open so they're able to desire and seek God. Exactly. And even with Abraham, like, he was in his, like, dorm room on the floor, you know, passing out. And that's how he was saved. So if he wasn't passing out or close to dying, unfortunately, would he have been saved? You know... It was in that moment that he was able to realise that, you know what, I need to turn around my life. I need to change things here. You know, when it came to um, David, he was already bought, like, every... Okay, so Abraham, Ashley and David, yeah, they were all born into a Christian home. Very similar. But they all have a story that branches out as to why they weren't focused on God. But then they also have a story as to why they end up chasing God and why they end up being or having god as the forefront of their life yeah we need to understand that everybody goes through different stages of their life before you enter into the kingdom of god look at paul he was persecuting jesus's people he was literally killing every single christian person that was alive back then and even though he killed so many people who believed and trusted god and loved him dearly jesus still said you know what i'm gonna still i'm gonna use him for my glory it does and it just shows that it's so good for you to forgive this is a different, but it's actually really good for forgive. 
anyways, let's get back into it. Yeah, and, and like in terms of me and how I was saved, I was always a Christian or I always believed in God. I always called upon God, but I wasn't aware of who he was. You know, I attended church here and there, but it wasn't consistent. I, I wasn't aware of who he was. I wasn't I wasn't even reading the um, Bible here and there. What I would do is I would open it up, find a verse, and I'd be like, oh yeah, you know, that's nice. But I wouldn't really understand who he was and the importance of actually being saved. It was only when I came back to Coventry that I fully understood why and the importance of it, you know? Yeah. So yeah, the first question, guys, is the reasons as to why I may not want to seek God or I may not want to be saved. So the first reason is, you know, sins, our sins. Can explain that yeah so we have a verse to go with this it's first john 1 verse 9 if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness amen, amen. a lot of people hold on to their things that they've done every sin that they've done they hold on to it and really believe that god is not going to forgive them for example our brother ashley that gave his testimony he really believed that god was not going to forgive him for what he had done you know and a lot of times we need to understand is God is so faithful. The scripture told us that God is faithful and just. He's willing to forgive us. It doesn't matter what we've done. Every sin is the same. No sin is different. Sins and sins is the same sin. When Adam and Eve ate the apple from the tree, that was the whole sin that started to form within man um, human nature. So we need to understand that, yes, we have sinned, but you need to be the one to be like, you know what? Let me let go of this sin that has caused me to drain myself, that has caused me to believe that God doesn't love me. God loves you. Whatever sin you're holding on to, God loves you. He just wants you to come to him and repent. Exactly. And I feel like a lot of us enjoy sinning. You enjoy, you know, continuing to have sex. You do enjoy to continue to, you know, um, masturbate or to smoke or to do this or, or, or to do that, you know. Sinning is easy, it's easy to sin and that's why a lot of us don't actually want to seek God because we think, oh, you know what? Like, it's not time yet because, you know, I enjoy having this or I, I enjoy having that. But how about you just, you know, take a, a moment and think, will I die if I don't have sex? Will I die if I don't smoke weed? Will I die if I don't do this? You know, we won't die, it's not the end of the world, but it's because we are so used to it and because there's a lot of things out there that um glorify all these things like it makes us feel like you know what these things are amazing and we have to have it but th these things aren't the be all and the end all you know it's not the be all and the end all there is more to life than these things yeah and also i've noticed a lot of people always use this one phrase oh i'm a christian i've been already saved but they continue to do the same thing they continue to live and as natasha says enjoy being in their sin and then they always use the same excuse it's okay god will forgive me anyways that cannot be your attitude when you become a christian that cannot be your attitude when you are saved if jesus went on the cross to go through all that he went through you and all you can say is you know what yes i had sex yesterday yes i was doing this i'm lusting i'm I'm envious, I'm jealous, etc., etc. But you're not changing. You're doing the same thing over and over again. You're basically mocking God and God cannot be mocked. And I'm telling you, the consequences of your actions will actually be terrible. Yeah, but at the same time, again, you know, God is a forgiving God. He's a loving God. So even if you have come to Christ and you've made a mistake, it's a mistake. Repent for your sins and move on, you know. I feel like a lot of people, like, we sit there and we think, oh my God, like, I've made a mistake. I'm a horrible person, da da da, da. Okay, we are not perfect people. Of course, we are supposed to be, but we aren't, you know. So even if you've made a mistake, just repent for your sins and start again. 
you know until you you're able to practice having a life of repentance and having a life of actually acknowledging that you know what I've done something wrong you know it was a mistake you know I should not have been in that place in the first place you know how am I able to change how am I able to improve on this you know things happen sometimes and I feel like sometimes we are so hard on ourselves and we think you know what how can I come to Christ and because I'm a sinner like I have this thing that I can't come out of yes you know Although I may continue to, to watch porn, although I may continue to masturbate, as long as you are trying to come out of that, you know, that's the most important thing. Like, being with God is a journey. You know, it's not, it, like, sins won't stop straight away. You know, it takes time. It takes you praying. It takes you being obedient. It, it takes you being in the word. You know, continue to read your Bible. If you know that at nighttime, there's a thing in your ear telling you, you know what, wake up now, you know, it's time to, to masturbate. Go and read your Bible, have a verse there, you know, have a verse there ready for you for when he comes in the night and asks you to um, wake up and have sex. You know, have a verse there, you know, with God, it's a journey. Yeah, but just don't use the fact that yeah. because you're saved already, that yeah. you should be able to, that you should just continue doing it because then it just it's seems like right. yeah. you're not accept, you're not being respectful, you're not, do you understand? Like yeah, you're not you. even trying to honour God and honour the fact that Jesus gave himself for your sake. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Another um, reason as to why people are not really happy, you know, being saved or aren't, you know, it's not time yet, is because they are fearful of change. Matthew 19, verse 21 to 22. And it says, Jesus said to him, if you want to be perfect, go, sell what you have, and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me but when the young man heard that saying he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions amen, amen. a lot of people get so um fearful of changing their lifestyle for god that they don't end up seeking him at all they're so comfortable we're going to get to that but it's being so comfortable that you don't even want to change anything about your life you think everything's so perfect but life is not perfect until you have god in it that's true I also have another verse that really spoke to me. It was Matthew nineteen twenty nine. It says, And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or farms for my name's sake will receive many times as much and will inherit eternal life. Amen. The reason why this verse spoke to me yeah, is because a lot of us think, you know what, if I turn to God, I won't have my friends anymore, I won't have this anymore, I won't have that anymore. At the same time, you know, it may hurt you losing a person who you love and adore, but at the same time, if you're able to give up all of these things for God, you know, sometimes these friends who you have aren't right for you anyway. You know, these are the same friends who were talking about you in a bad way. Are these friends trying to influence you in the right way? No, they aren't. So even if you lose them as a consequence of, you know, having God in your life, is that a bad thing? No, it's not. I'm sorry, but it, it's probably it's probably the best thing that could have ever happened to you. You know, I'm not telling you that, you know, when you like um, find God, you won't have friends. I'm not telling you that. I'm not telling you to, to leave anyone who, who, who you've ever known. I'm just trying to explain to you that change is healthy. You know, if there's something that's around you that's holding you back, if there's a thing that's around you that's preventing you from seeking God, then you cut it off. Cut it off completely. Because sometimes these are the same people. I'm sorry, when God comes here, they are not coming for you and your friend. You know, unless he or she is, in, is you know, a Christian or whatever. It's not about them, it's about you. You know, it's about the choices that you've made. 
you know the friend who keeps coming to you and telling you you know why are you always in church why are you always praying why are you always doing this it's the same friend who could be praying herself you know the same person who's trying to discourage you from building with god might be the same person who is trying to seek him and not like are you hearing me i'm not sure if i'm right or wrong here but sometimes we're around people who can they don't want the best for you. Exactly, that's the word. I know it's that some people they want God for themselves, so they don't want you, they they don't want you to seek Him as well. But as a Christian, we're supposed to be in fellowship, encourage each other. Yeah, you're supposed to be in fellowship. You're meant to help one another. If you see your brother or your sister falling, you're supposed to be there to help catch them. You know, when you read the scripture, um, Matthew nineteen twenty nine, yeah, my, yeah, it basically the the scripture that came to me was where in matthew 4 19 i think it is where jesus called the um the disciples and said come and i'll make you fishes of men when he called them they immediately left what they had they didn't look for that they didn't go and say mom um you know what i'm gonna follow jesus now so you know what? i'm not gonna be home tonight they never did that they immediately left their nets there they didn't even bother catching fish imagine you're a fisherman catching fish to go and sell at the market and you left the whole bag of fish mm-hmm. you left the whole bag of fish to follow one man mm-hmm. like come yeah. on now it's true. You need to you need to learn to have faith in God. It's a step of faith that you need. We spoke mm. about this in our previous episodes. You need faith. Yeah. If you if you don't have faith, it's going to be very hard and impossible for you to seek God. And I, um and for some of these reasons that were given why people don't want to seek God is because they're so stuck in their ways and they start to blame God for things that they've ha- that that that's happened to them. So now they're taking all of their success as if as if it's them that made the way for them to get where they are but they don't realize god has been working in the background it's just that you don't know god enough to know that it's him that's been there for you guiding you and leading you into that prosperity that's why when jesus said leave your possessions and come when Je- when jesus said go and um, let the bur- de- bury the dead it's because god has already set the path the path for you he set the path for you and you are the one that's stopping your blessing by not seeking him it's true and it's not only friends as well though it's like your parents sometimes they're like oh my god you're praying too much or why are you um, praying in tongues, you know, all all this nonsense. But sometimes it's our parents who can discourage us, you know. At times, it's the very person who's close to you that can discourage you. And you know what, don't allow that to happen. Change is a good thing, you know. It's good to have something new and fulfilling, you know. It's God, you know. Um, I wanted to make a point as well. I remember when I was trying to seek God a long time ago, but the reason why I didn't seek him fully was because I thought that I would lose um, a person who who I loved at the time, you know? And then I realized that, you know, at, at the end of the day, you can't put other people above God. You know, there isn't anyone above God. It's, it's God, you know? So I'm not sure who I'm speaking to right now, but don't put anyone or anything above God. God should be your number one priority. You know, he's the only one who can help you here. I can't help you. She can't help you. John can't help you. Only he can help you. Next reason as to why a lot of us don't want to seek God is because they aren't ready. They're like, you ain't ready. You ain't ready, really? You ain't ready? Come on, are you sure? Is that really a good reason? You ain't ready? Matthew 8, 21, 22. Mm. Then another of his disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, follow me and let the be- the dead bury their own dead. Amen. So Amen. you're asking God, you're asking Jesus, what should I do to follow you? But instead of you following him, you want to go and mind, your, you want to go attend to your own business first before you go and seek God. 
as Sister Natasha said, you can't be putting things before God. Mm. You have to put God first because the Bible tells us in Matthew six thirty three, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all His righteousness, and all shall be added to you. If you if God sees that you're gonna seek Him, He will bless you so abundantly. You don't even imagine. He will give you everything that you need. All you have to do, and I think that this was a test. This is sometimes, like I've noticed when we used to evangelize for my church, this sometimes is a test to see what people would say. Like I realized God will test some people in your life to see how they react with your journey. And that would, that, cause I remember when I started church, I used to pray and say, God, those who don't need to be in my life, those who are causing me to not walk righteously, if it's time for you to remove them, then it's time. I understand because I realized at that moment, as I was drawing closer to God and building a relationship with God, I understand that everybody around me, we all have our own journey. We all have our own path. We're not taking the same journey. Do you understand? My journey with Christ might start now. Theirs might start later. But if they continue with my in, in my life, they will either help me to grow more to God or draw me backwards. And I didn't have time to figure out whether they were going to draw me forward or backwards. I didn't have time for that. So it's so important. As I, and when you're seeking God, you need to make that constant decision that, listen, I'm ready to seek God. It's time to seek God. And I'm not here to play games. God brought me here for a reason, a purpose. Let me fulfill that calling. Sorry, just like a side note, if you hear me sniffling, I do apologize. I do have a cold. But yeah, that's a really, really important point. You know, people always say, I'm not ready yet. Like after I have this career, after, after I've what, what they say, after I've living my best life. life. Yeah, after oh, I've enjoyed my life, I, hate that. I can then go and see God. But you need, to, you need to hear, like, hear yourself. Like the best life you could ever live is by having God in your life. That's the best life you could ever live. I know like right now in the world, it may seem like, oh my God, like going here and going there and doing this and doing that. But you need to understand that you can have that and so much more, like you are limiting yourself. Honestly, eternal life is the best life. I'm sorry, but that's, that's your own. But as I was saying, not ready yet. Like he can come at any time. No one knows when God's coming, you know? So for you to say, you know, it's not my time yet. I'm not ready yet. What are you waiting for? If you're currently trying, if you're, sorry, you want to say something? If you're currently um, doing a career path yet that you think isn't the right path or you think God isn't in it or you think like he's not happy with it, why don't you just ask God, like God, if you are like, I feel like, how, how do I explain this? If the career path that you have yet yeah, and you think that, you know what, if I had this career path, God won't be involved in it or he won't approve of it. How do you know that? Ask God, speak to him, you know, because it says in the Bible that if you commit everything that you do to God, you know, it will be a success if it's legal and if it's right, okay? I'm not trying to um, say that if you're um, a what to show you prostitute that he'll be in it because he's not going to be in that yeah the point i'm trying to make is there's a lot of things that god will bless you with but you always think that you know what well, i have to be doing something of god for him to bless it no it doesn't it don't have to be completely in the church it can be like there's so many people who i know who have like a hair business or they have like a, a clothing line or they do like music you know and they are being blessed by god you know, because God is in it. He's involved in it because you've invited him in it, right? A lot of people that say that they're not ready um, to seek God. Mm. They, some of them don't realise that when God is calling you at that specific moment, it's because it's time for you to come to him. It's time for you mm. to let go of that 
everything that you're going through mm. give up whatever you're you're doing mm. not give up it fully but just turn away from some of your things and be like you know what let me add god into my life yeah. and let's see where it goes and see how it changes and then a lot of people don't understand is if you actually take on that journey with christ when he calls you you are actually starting that that relationship and you're going to fulfill so much more with him being in your life than when he's not in your life so you're shortchanging yourself so say that god called god sent someone to you to talk to talk about god to you and this was like five years ago five years ago till now you would have been in such a big more position than where you are now a higher position yes yeah. now that you've you decided not to do that and say today now five years later you're now deciding okay god i've heard your word i'm going to seek you now you've now you now have to go and what's the like try and catch up to where god wanted you to be and mm. it's going to take you even longer to reach where god wanted you to reach put um, in your full potential it's true another reason why we don't want to seek god is because we are too comfortable in our lifestyle yeah in acts 5 verse 1 to 3 but a certain man named ananias and sapphira his wife sold the possession and he kept back part of the proceeds his wife also being aware of it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostle feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? Amen. First of all, Amen. yeah, when you're in Christ, guess what God will do? God will bring you the right wife. Okay. Sapphira should have told him, listen, honey, you can't be doing that to God. God mm. has done too much for us for, for us to be doing this. Mm. And now we know what will happen when you lie to the Holy Spirit. We don't have time for that. Okay. When you're in Christ, God brings you the right partner. Hallelujah. Mm. Anyways, apart from that, we're talking about being comfortable. They were so comfortable with their riches. They weren't ready to let go. Instead, they kept back half of the stuff themselves. Don't go and promise God something and you're not fulfilling up to it. Because every promise that God has made in his word, he will fulfill it. If you cannot fulfill your promise with God, do not promise him anything at all, okay? And there was people, what I, what I understand is some people, they're so comfortable with, with what they have now, the lifestyle that they're living, that they don't, they, they don't, they don't want to see God at all. They think that's, that, that's, that, that's it. They don't need God because they've reached where they need to reach and they don't think adding God in is going to make it any different. It will make it so much different. Yeah. I was watching an incredible film the other day, God's Not Dead, and I got a lot from that film. It's I really got amazing. so much from that film. Like, I don't know why I even watched that film in the first place, but it really did open my eyes, yeah? So they were just talking about how the reason why a lot of us um, don't seek God is because we're so comfortable. Now, a lot of those who are rich, for example, if you're rich and you have an incredible lifestyle, well, you think you have an incredible lifestyle, everything's going well, like you have money, you have friends, you have girls, you got this, you got that. At the end of the day, you don't think that you ever need to call on God. Why? Yeah. Because you have it all already. That's what they think. You feel like you have it all already, so you're so comfortable yeah. that you think, you know what, I don't need to ask God for nothing because I have it all already. This reminds me of Lazarus and the rich man. The rich man thought he had everything he needed. Mm. And then when he died and saw Lazarus going into heaven, he was crying out to God. He was crying out to Abraham for Abraham to come and send um send an angel to go and talk to his family nah no 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 you had your chance mm. you had your chance sorry continue <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like they gave this great analogy and they said that being in the world yeah is like being in a jail but the jail doors are open you know you are so comfortable that you don't even even want to leave but but you're actually in a jail because you aren't actually underneath the authority of god you know you're underneath the 
authority of this world and what the world is able to offer you. But the world isn't able to offer you anything as close to what God is able to offer you. But because you're so comfortable, the enemy is able to deceive you into thinking that, you know what, this is the best life I'm, I'm ever going to live, you know? But the reason why God also allows things to happen in your life, like he allows unfortunate things to happen, because if these unfortunate things don't happen, would you ever seek God? You know, and even when these things do happen, there's always something better that's coming anyway. You know, pain is only for a short period of time. You know, suffering is only for a short period of time. It's up to you. It's completely up to you. And I, and I, I don't know why, but this film really stuck with me because the guy was um, speaking to his mum. I think it was his mum. And she had like um, dementia. And he was saying, oh, um, you know, you have prayed all your life. You've attended church all your life. And, you know, now look at you. You're, you know, in this place where you can't remember anything. But then she replied and said, like, you know, it may seem as though you have a good life because you haven't ever called on God. But do you really have a good life? Are you really happy? Because a lot of people are rich, but are they really happy? Look how many people are rich commit suicide. The amount of people that have killed themselves even when they have it all. It's because they aren't truly rich. Sorry, they aren't truly happy. You know, the only way that you can truly be happy and you can truly have joy in your heart is when you praise and worship God. You know, when God's in your life, you don't have to worry about nothing because he's patterned it all for you already. That word patterned isn't for me, by the way. But yeah, he's he's um sorted everything out for you already. Everything's cush, every, everything's everything's um good for you already. It's just that you don't trust him enough or believe in him enough to put everything into his hands. You know, John 4, 13, 14 says, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst, but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Amen. What we don't understand is the people who think that they have it all and they're there and they don't need to move from where they are, they're not going to live the life that God intended them for, for them. They're yeah. not going to live that everlasting life. And because they've shortchanged themselves there, because they, they've decided that they're not going to seek God, they don't need God in their life. They're going to miss out on the glory that God has set in front of them. You know, the we were meditating on a scripture of the day. It was Matthew 5 verse 6. And he was saying, blessed are those who thirst and hunger for righteousness for they shall be filled. When you thirst for God, when you hunger for God, he will fill you up spiritually. And a lot of people who think they have it all, that's what they're missing. They're missing that spiritual relationship with God. They're missing that spiritual connection with God. Mm. And that is why I, I believe a lot of people, they, they don't, they don't see their full potential unfold in their life because they don't have they don't have that connection with God. They don't know him and they need to know him. It's true. All I want to say is that you are obviously not on this platform by accident. Everything we are saying to you is what the Holy Spirit wants you to hear. It's completely up to you if you want to take it in. It's completely up to you if you want to ask more questions. It's completely up to you if you want to share your testimony and you know what and, and inspire other people as well. Because I can't even lie, hearing Abraham, Ashley and David it really helped me. It's helped me out of my current situation. You know, these testimonies are not by accident. You know, they are there for a reason. God helps you to, you know, to tell your testimony. He wants you to, to change a person's life. He wants to change your life. But yeah, honestly, honestly, are there any other reasons as to why people may not want to seek God? No. Not that I can think of. Let me think. What was my reasoning? as to why I wasn't ready to seek God? Well, for me, mm. um, 
when I was evangelized too, when I came back to Coventry. What was your reasoning? No, no, no. They, they, they evangelized to me and I didn't know where the church was at the time. After the evangelism, they come and pick you up. So you get, it's like, I like how they did it. They come and pick you up and then they bring you to church and they basically introduce you to everyone in the church. It's really nice. It's comforting. It just feels so welcoming and, and love. But the reason why I didn't go the, with the first time I was evangelized because I was waiting to be picked up and the contact phone that they call you on, it got broken, so I didn't get to go. That's not valid reason. No, 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 but, <laughs> like, no but she had all the information. I okay. didn't have the information. All right, I They had it. all the information because what they do is they take your number, they take your address and all your information so then they can pick you up. Mm-hmm. So, because they, they said they were going to come and pick me up, mm-hmm. I didn't even, I was just, all I needed to do was get ready. Mm-hmm. But they didn't call me on the work, the 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 contact phone, mm-hmm. so I didn't get contact with them. And I said, you know what, God, if I'm supposed to go to the church, I might see them again in it. Mm. And you know me, I'm always in the house, I don't go nowhere. Mm. So like two weeks later, when I decided I'm going to go come out the house, mm. I saw them again. And then when I said them again, I said, you didn't come and get me. Mm. And then they explained to me that the phone broke. Mm. So technically for me, I wanted to go, I just didn't know the address. Mm. And okay. back then I didn't know anything about Ola and Uber, yeah. none of that. Yeah. You know, because that's only started coming out mm. like, from, la- yeah, from yeah. last year. So that was my reason. I wanted to go and just didn't, didn't know the address. Didn't yes, I didn't have and I didn't have the chance for. Praise God, look yes. where we are today. Exactly. <laughs> What's your reason? My reasoning for not seeking him sooner was because I didn't When know. you mean sooner, are we talking about like just a couple of years or like long time ago? Cause long time ago, me and you we were seeking God. We were trying to find a a church. Mm. Remember, we were trying to find a church with a couple of our friends. We were trying mm. to find a church, and we just didn't fit. You know when you know when you fit. Yeah, but were we really trying to find God though? I was, but then mm. the the church we went to, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand. I feel like a lot of people who we evangelize to, or a lot of people who we speak to, whatever, they say, "Oh yeah, I, I want to," but they, but they I have no like interest in. They don't have the interest. You know. They come here and there and they say, oh, you know what, I want to. And they sit there. But they're holding on to something that they are not happy to to ch- change as yet. Like, for example, I'm gonna, I won't say his name to show, but P. Yeah, so Jesus. so with him, yeah. So he would come to church, yeah. But he wasn't ready to come yeah, to I've church. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of people, they say they're ready for church. But they're, but they're, not, they're really not ready. They come to church for different reasons. Like, I remember there was one person mm. who, he was coming to church to find a wife. I said, that's not, no. But that's not the reasoning. Don't don't come that's to church and look for a wife intentions. now. Yeah, you need to come God to church God. sees everything. Don't be coming to church looking for a wife. That's not how it works. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people come to Go, church as well for comfort. Going to church, to church, to church, to church, looking for a wife. Guys, <sighs> if you didn't find one, if you've been to seven churches, that means God is saying you need to relax. You need to relax. I will bring the wife to you. Stop exactly. Just You're worried wait. about the wrong things, darling. Just wait. But um, my my own reasoning as to why I wasn't able to find God sooner was because I didn't know how to. Like, I wasn't aware of how to actually seek God. Like, I went to a church in London one time. Actually, I went to two churches in London. The first church I went to, it wasn't really for me. I just feel like it was too... Everyone, everyone was just too much for me. Like, I went on my own. And I feel like it was just too many people coming towards me. It was, it was a very big church. I just couldn't. It, it was just a big church. It just, I don't know. It, it just wasn't Yeah, because with you, you don't like crowds. I don't like being that's, that's the thing with her, with her. She don't like crowds. She don't like none of that. But yeah, before I started church, I was reading the Bible. 
I was reading the Bible. Yeah, you had time to read the Bible. Not everyone I was in the time. house with my son. Okay, so everyone so has time, but they they don't make time. Yeah, exactly. So I wasn't really making time making time to read the Bible. I wasn't even aware of how to read the Bible. Obviously, I was just, no, but if I just guys, used to read it. Yeah. I, mean, I just used to meditate. I don't know how. To, I didn't know how to meditate. I just used to read. The thing is, I read the Bible here and there, but I wasn't aware of what I was reading. But now I know how to read the Bible. Like guys, if you don't know how to read the Bible, I created um a post already. It's it's on the um website and it's also on the the instagram page a lot of people it tells made that you mistake. how to pray and it tells you how to read the bible a lot what? of people made that mistake and start reading from genesis no 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 no. You don't read from genesis don't do that it gets boring well, the, and natasha said that she made the thing you guys just to go and look at it yeah and that's it don't be coming to us ask already told you how to do it yeah don't waste our time we've got no, things to do no don't do god that. is using us for something don't else. do that guys we've if you have out. questions if you have questions i'm happy to answer them message me like if you have my number message me or email just me message their DM. on his um godly word at gmail.com or, or at hisword.uk or on the website because i'm always up on my phone waiting for all of y'all to message me so that i can message you back right guys thank you so much for everybody who has tuned in who's been playing the episodes from the beginning i know that i haven't been 110% consistent. I've tried my best, but obviously COVID happened. Then I had to adjust to COVID, like pre-COVID, you know, and I'm still like at work. I'm trying to find a new job. Like there's a lot of things that I'm currently doing. So I do apologize if things aren't being uploaded on time, if things are being done on time, but please, I'm human, have mercy. Now, the only thing I want to say is anybody who, who has a testimony, please do not hesitate to contact me or to contact the His Word um email address and the his word profile the, the his word um website again always available for anybody who wants to have a who wants to have a chat anybody who who has questions anybody who is interested in you know partnering partnering with his word you know we are 110 happy for that um and again we didn't get to cover everything that we needed to cover to, yeah. at this particular time but we hope you guys enjoy it. we hope you take something from it and Yes, guys. And guys, please remember, his word is God's word. Hey, his word is God's word. Hello, his word is God's word.